strength It's a sword of power Sword of power Dragon and earth Soaring through the sky Spread your wings Balling out super, the gang decided to never record on Sundays lest someone be hungover. But when it becomes convenient to record on that very day, will their principles be challenged in this alcohol stupor? Find out this week on Balling Out Super. To be fair, when we used to record on Sundays, we would do it at 11 in the morning. Can you imagine? Mm. What was wrong with us? <laughs> it was terrible. It, it was, was terrible so to do. It was bad. It was the worst idea I guess it must had. have been like introspective to listen to, to be like, oh, these guys are fucked up. I think it was... I don't remember, but I think we all had like normal people jobs then, so that's why we had to do that. Well, also, all of you guys were still like grind and open mics back then. You guys were like still grind and comedy, so it's like, why yeah, would you? you... The night. Why the would you? Night is Sun... for laughs. Yeah, Sunday's a good mic day, dude. You can get yeah. three in if you really go for it. So you want to get that shit out of the way. Oh, you <laughs> know what? My bad. I got the H and O on my brain, but uh, that's the hungover brain. But I'm hosting, so I'm gonna host now. Yeah, do it. <laughs> Hey, everybody. Welcome back for another week of Balling Out Super. Super duper. Oh, oh boy. I can't can't believe how much you've grown. I'm your father, Alex Patak. I'm the host of the show. I've always hosted the show. Uh, This week, I'm joined with... My partner in crime, what is Katie your... Rose Leon. <laughs> Hi, guys. So good to be here for our normal show format on our normal show day. By the books. Everything about this is by the books. By the books, brother. By the books, brother. And uh, special special returning co-host, you know him, you love him. He used to have hair, and he shaved it all off. It's Max Ogle, everybody. That's right, folks. That's right, folks. Coming to you way more aerodynamic this week. You know, I burst through the paywall. They try to hide me. They say, mm-hmm. "Yo, you're bad for business. You're our friend, but you're bad for business. We can't you're have bad you. For business. You scare away all so the new, bad. all the new fans. Oh no! Well, here I am, looking you, tough. You platform poisonous ideas. You look like Bronson's Twinkie brother. That's <laughs> the nicest. Yeah, you've said a lot of nice shit to me, Katie. That's really nice. That's really <laughs> nice. Thank Max, you. have you ever considered get, doing like a Bronson style voice switch? Doesn't he just do Bane voice in that movie? Kinda, yeah. No, he's all, he's all Charlie Bronson. Well, if I was, <laughs> if I was, if I was Charlie Bronson's Twinkie brother, I'd be like, Oh yeah, I'm Charlie. I'm my brother Charlie. Oh yeah, oh yeah. He's been in jail for for like twenty two years. He's oh, and everyone loves his paintings. Everyone loves his paintings. Who do you think taught him how to paint? And I'm gonna sell brush, one. Isn't it? I can't sell one painting, but Charlie, everyone loves Charlie's like paintings. Mon- you sound like Monty Python doing a yeah, woman. Yeah, you're doing the Monty Python voice. <laughs> I, I am very into Charlie's Bronson's brother, also named Charlie Bronson. No. I hope that becomes a reality somewhere. Yeah. They're like, hey, we didn't do such a good job with the first one. <laughs> <laughs> this is Charlie Bronson, take two. Well, that was back when uh, rolling. they were they were just uh, expecting all like half their kids to die, so they yeah. were just like, "Wait, okay, so this one's named Charlie, but that one's named Charlie." Wait, I thought Charlie died. You know, it's right. just they, they couldn't keep track of who <laughs> that their kids style were. of parenting. We've seen where it leads. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's to a, a massive violent bloke. I know what it can't is. can't be stopped. Maybe it's the Healing Sunday vibes, but normally I get annoyed by accent work on the show. Today, thoroughly delighted. <laughs> really? There we go. Well, we'll have to see where this ends up. Uh, if I'm, I'm a little sure. low energy, you'll have to forgive me as uh, I went to go order a Chipotle shrimp quesadilla for delivery an hour ago. 
um, only to then slam the pickup button by accident. So mm. I had to like put on clothes and walk over a mile to go get it. Damn. <laughs> the energy I spent getting that quesadilla is probably a- around the difference we would have needed to make this the one where everything starts happening for us. Alex, I'm hearing a lot of excuses here, and this is probably the worst one I've ever heard from you. Usually, I when walked you- to get <laughs> shrimp, Katie. It's not a joke. Normally you have beach brain and that I understand. But like you took a walk on a beautiful brisk day to get food like boo. I (laughs) lost energy that went into shrimp. Okay. All right. You know, I need a heavy cheese based food to podcast. That's part (laughs) of my ritual. Not to, not to, you know, I often, I often side with the villain of a story. Um, but, uh, you know, Katie, <laughs> he is, he is, he's walking a mile in Park Slope, which means he's dodging strollers, That's you true. know? He's, I was dodging strollers. He's, he's respecting nannies, you know? He's, it's a, it's Having a middle class house like, Yeah, step around, like, the fucking little birdhouse libraries they put on the sidewalk and... Mm-hmm. It's Sunday, he's been drinking, they still bang on pots over there for all the essential workers. It's oh, gotta be God. a cacophony. And there's like kids just like yeah. doing sidewalk chalk but like not being arrested it's just right. horrible yeah those kids gotta go to jail they gotta go to jail you know what's really you know what's got my goose you know what let's do the what's got my goose segment okay ready play the jingle honk honk alex what's got your goose that's my goose oh this is what's got my goose this week katie oh. and i've been waiting to for the segment to say it Everyone has moved back to Park Slope. I think it's because school started, and now it takes me over an hour to park, and my life is a nightmare. Well, I have some good news for you, Alex. With Mm -hmm. uh, schools being back in session and people being fucking idiots and winter approaching, we will definitely get a second wave, and all these people will go back to their country homes to virtually tutor their kids, so... Just wait it out until November, baby. Oh, this is a good. This is a good uh, uh, epithet to throw out. Go back to your own country home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can't wait to lose my job again. It's gonna be so fun. Alyssa just got a job. She's already looking forward to quitting it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I no. just realized I have to get a second job, and it fucking, uh, you know, so I've been, like, trolling, you know, all the job boards, looking just for something part-time to do in addition to my business. And, mm. uh, guys, I don't know if you noticed, but the Borum Hill Chuck E. Cheese has reopened, and they are desperate for employees. They are hiring at all levels of the Borum Hill Chuck E. Cheese. They need pizza makers they need what they call party motivators they need party motivators. ticket takers they, the role they, i was born to play they need them at all levels of the borum hill Chuck E. cheese uh definitely will not be a hot spot of covid reactivation in the no it's a sterile ball pit <laughs> well this is my theory is um if there's a picket line at Chuck E. Cheese and you cross it, do they put up like a scabby the mouse across the street? Is it like a competing rat? It's like it's an animatronic rat. It's an, <laughs> yeah, it's a, it dances and it sings songs. Yeah, it sings. It's there's like, a bunch of scabs over there. You go in there, we'll kill your family. Happy birthdays, Stephen. Mm-hmm. I hear you love songs about. Not crossing the line. I we have video. <laughs> I'm going back and forth. It's funny. It was funny <laughs> once. What I don't understand is I just read an article about them going bankrupt. So why yeah. are they hiring at all levels? At this? They put it all into this one Chuck E. Cheese. This one has to work. <laughs> this is the dream flagship Chuck E. Cheese. I don't understand. Are you sure it's not like a classic New York like licensing ripoff? Like it's actually spelled like Chuck E. Like it's. It had the licensing and everything in the ads on Indeed, like with the actual logo. However, it might be franchised, you know, so they might just be like, fucked. (laughs) We are the last Chuck E. Cheese, and we are hiring at all levels. (laughs) Basically. I want to be the... the communist outside Chuck E. Cheese handing out subversive literature where it's spelled like... C-H-U-K-K-K-I-E cheese. (laughs) Follow the cheese. 
Ah, the Chuck E. Cheese at the end of the world. I remember 2020 where the world's last Chuck E. Cheese had one giant orgy with all the robots before they became sentient and killed us all before the COVID did. That would suck. I mean, odds-wise. Yeah. Anyone who gets bad. killed by freak things right now isn't reading the room. Yeah. Anyone who's killed by like a falling tree or a car or something. What's not a your good guys' look. Uh, favorite terrible, cringy Ruth Bader Ginsburg tribute you've seen this week? Because the libs uh, are really, really upset. Anything that has to do with their kid, you know? I mean, any of them where it's like, uh, my 12 year old just came in and said, a Ruth Bader Ginsburg Avenger. Uh, um, um, Avenger Chelsea Clinton, uh, a T, uh, BA Hive, you know, like anytime there's a quippy fucking 11 years, anytime someone without object permanence, like, is like, I have a quip about Ruth Bader Ginsburg that my mom can tweet. Yeah. Right, where it's clearly made up. I like all the bad photoshops of putting her in heaven with the, uh, the Black Panther actor who died. Oh, Chadwick Boseman? Chadwick Boseman, yeah. who like, don't get me wrong, yeah, like yeah, yeah. that Chadwick. was a pretty incredible thing that he like did all those films where he apparently was going under cancer treatment. But like, a, it's so the fucking entire crazy time. and this really shows so you how intense nuts. his uh, PR team was that they kept it under wraps. But like, uh, that shit aside, I doubt they have ever spoken to yeah. like, why are you like conflating <laughs> these two people? It's just so fucking weird. Like. I know I'm preaching to the choir here where there should not be a thing in government where someone dies and we're all fucked. Like, yeah. that's just, like, crazy that that still exists. It's some weird, like, monarchy shit. It's the tribal but elders. That, besides that, I just, like, it's bringing out all the creepiest, like, uh, politician worship stuff that just deeply disturbs me. <laughs> like, it's so upsetting. I'm still hooked on the PR team for Chadwick Boseman. So for this scene for Black Panther, he's going to be sitting down. Yeah. He has a lot of thoughts <laughs> where he just needs to not move very much I anymore. It's, it's that part like, of the movie now. Um, Why can't Chadwick uh, <laughs> film on Thursday? Well, you see, that's the day he does uh, an isolation tank of deep meditation that lasts two days and he's so tired afterwards <laughs> yeah it makes yeah, you very like sick the tank but it's good for you celebrity shit Chadwick, like i hear share does it Chadwick, all the time he <laughs> does weekly ayahuasca what do panthers do panthers take naps and so this scene there's gonna be a long nap I and that's kind of what's going riff, on for I 15 minutes we of might film. be teetering on distasteful but i don't know because my compass is so fucked so i just i mean <laughs> i don't know i just think like how brain melted do you have to be like that's what gives you comfort to be like well you know i mean uh, we're fucked I mean, we're fucked, but at least Chadwick and Ruth are up there just being pals. I just you know? think like, it's such an example of how people miss the point because all this happened during Rosh Hashanah and no one wished me a happy new year. So all you libs are still anti-Semitic. I see you. You only like? like us when we're producing your Miss Maisels. Is it like 5530? What's the year? <laughs> I don't know the exact one, but it's pretty up there. <laughs> Stop remembering RBG yeah, and bitch. start remembering Elijah. Yeah. It's this too is bad. The high holy days. It. We get all the bangers. Is Yon Maybe Kapoor, that's a tweet. Uh, is Rosh Hashanah, Yom Kippur, and uh, the other one. <laughs> isn't it? Isn't it Passover? And the other one. <laughs> is it Passover? Third Jewish holiday. No, that's in the spring. Fuck. Which one's the Elijah holiday? That's Passover, yeah. God damn it. They're all the Elijah holiday. Not true. Who is Elijah? What's his story? Is it Elijah Wood? <laughs> Leave yeah. a chair open for Elijah. You only need a little one. He's a hobbit. <laughs> <laughs> Got a couple. Couple. Everyone wants boys to be more sensitive, but when they're Gentile, everyone gets pissed. <laughs> Oh my god! I shouldn't even say this on the main show. No, it's fine. Who cares? I I got in an argument with someone who was trying to flirt with me mm. because like uh, mm. 
they I forget what exactly we were talking about, but the Decemberist and bands like that came up were like Death Cab for Cutie. And I said, I am so glad the soft boy trend went away. As in like, you know, uh, the wieners of the early 2000s. And he took it really literally. And he went, well, I don't think that's true. You know, I think people, men are more sensitive now. And that's more of a, a thing that people are seeking out and i'm like i that's clearly not what i'm fucking talking about and it made me right. so angry i'm talking about the fucking band davis i'm also like just let me shit on people you can't if you're trying to date old carol you gotta like shitting on people yeah. <laughs> like it's mm-hmm. just part of the fucking you can you can either have sex or defend death cab for cutie those are your options <laughs> <laughs> One or the other. It says that on the page. I'm not saying it's not defending Death Cab for Cutie. It's just being really pedantic about the phrase "soft boy," that really mm-hmm. fucking pissed me off. Twenty. We're leaving "soft boy" in 2020. We're bringing back "rude boy." That's yes. a scoff phrase, baby. Pick it up. Pick it up. Pick it up. Pick we're, it up. We're picking, picking it up, picking, picking it up the pieces of the world in 2021. Scoff's back, baby. If you guys keep doing this, you're gonna summon David Citric. Come on, rude boy, can you pick it up? (laughs) (laughs) You almost sounded like Matthew Barry for a second there. Can you pick it up? Um, Oh man, there's this. I mean, this is a real side tangent, and it is probably not good radio, but I'm gonna say it anyway. There's a new Beyonce song where uh, they they give her like a breakdown and. it's she's rapping in the song which is unusual for beyonce and yeah. you're already in, a, in new territory and so beyonce she has some line about uh uh, uh i'm so cold like burr and then she follows it up with i don't do crossword <laughs> and uh i've been saying it in matt barry voice all week and i can't stop thinking about it <laughs> I don't do crossword. <laughs> Alex, are you relieved about Cardi B's divorce? I have a very distinct memory of us driving to an anime convention and you telling me how concerned you were about her marriage because that it was a mistake to begin with. Offset's not a good guy. It's a, I mean, Offset's not a good guy. It's just when you have two stars who are both like alpha sexual personalities like that they're not going to get along yeah they need like a subsidiary partner who is not a rock star <laughs> um, yeah. well I so feel that like- that bothered me and then the, the only real thing that irked me here is that she raps about offset so much in the first album or two where she's like i'm sucking offset I'm down and I'm twerking on Offset. It's like, you're going to get divorced and then you're going to have to tell 500,000 people you're twerking on Offset. What are you doing? Yeah, but I mean, you know, you can cut some songs out of your record. I don't think Ariana Grande sings Pete Davidson anymore. Was that the name of one of her songs? One of her songs was just called Pete Davidson. I actually kind of respect Ariana because she after they broke up, she just kind of came out and said, like, Pete was really fun, but it was just me mourning the death of... My Mac Miller. Mac Miller. <laughs> I was like, Damn. skipping over the part where Pete sort of maybe killed kind him? of killed Mac Miller. What? <laughs> oh Wait, what? yeah, he gave him the drugs, man. He made him, he gave him the drugs, and he sent him like he was sending him nudes of Ariana after they'd broken up. Damn. Yeah, Pete Davidson, no bueno. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, this is this is your dude. <laughs> This is your big man, Max? No. The guy I, you go ride or die for, listen, Pete Davidson? Listen, Alex, I know where you live and I will fight you, okay? Uh, because I am tangentially from the region around Pittsburgh, okay? So if you're Wait, if anyone's going to be sticking up for Mac Miller, where is this going? it's going to be me, okay? That's not even okay? remotely true. You're from Virginia. I'm from West I Virginia. Known. I was born an hour south known. of Pittsburgh, an hour south. City Let's to just me. follow the logic on this. I, I should have known better than to trash <laughs> our dead rapper who's from a city you're not from. I'm from close. <laughs> hey, fuck. Are, you, you say you're from Boston. You're not from Boston. How long does it take I'm you to get? Definitely way closer to Boston than you are to Pittsburgh. How, how far is the drive? How far is the drive? 20 minutes. <laughs> Okay, you're closer to Boston, but it's not, <laughs> but it's not like exponentially oh 
bar, okay? <laughs> and also eat shit. When you meet people, do you tell them you're from Pittsburgh? No. I've never seen that happen. No, because I'm not. But Ride or die, penguins, baby, I'm Big Max. I do like the penguins. They're my hockey team. Um, yeah, I bet they are. They are. Um, oh. Hey, uh, you know what? Six cups, come talk to me after. Um, Six but, cups. But uh, I'm from uh, I'm from closer to Pittsburgh than you are, so why don't you take... Uh, take <laughs> check my take, privilege. Yeah, check your privilege check talking your about privilege Mac about not being from <laughs> Pittsburgh. This is what insane. are we even fucking what, talking I, about That's what now. I was wondering. Well, I don't know. You guys probably I don't up. do crossword. <laughs> <laughs> I'm too sexual to read. Um, oh, 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 wait. This is in the news. Uh, have you seen this? Have you heard about this? <laughs> Gabby about the them? rat is being phased out. Why? Due to tropes. What? People saying Scabby the rat is, is too many anti-Semitic tropes. Oh, my God. That's Keep doing. True? I'm not. It wasn't my decision. How is how is a rat anti-Semitic, dude? Well, so, that is the question that gets kind of uncomfortable, isn't it? I don't know. There's just rat imagery yeah, and anti-Semitism. That's, that's the thing is, like, I never really associated rats with anti-Semitic uh, imagery. So the idea that someone's like it's anti-Semitic, I'm like, wait a minute. Do you counter anti-Semitism? Do you think Jewish people look like rats? It sounds like a new problem. <laughs> This is like a slow news day over at the canceling factory. And like, <laughs> that's what it sounds like. Maybe yeah. rats are Jews. I don't know. Maybe that's what we're doing. <laughs> Dude, soon enough, mad you're, about not gonna this? Be able to, you're not going to be able to fucking like show any picture of an animal anymore. You're like, uh, snakes are sexist. Rats are anti-Semitic. <laughs> Falcons are ableist. Okay? Uh, you can't- snakes are not bisexual. Stop just, saying like, that. Scabby the Rat is a fucking icon. He's a legend. <laughs> like, He's a legend. I, just, I don't no know. No one is behind this decision, but now if you want to see him, you will have to go to the Beerham Hill Chuck E. Cheese, where we will all be working very soon. Dude, I'm like so hard up for money right now that I like saw an ad for a Help Wanted sign in the window of a place uh, near my partner's called Burger City, and I'm like, yeah, I can, I can sell burgers part time. Like, you telling me they got a whole city of those? <laughs> Burger my C- God, you, me, and Burger City, baby, let's go. <laughs> you just pull out your phone, you get your secretary on the line, hold my calls. <laughs> I got, I'm going to Burger City. <laughs> That's where I live, baby. I'm the mayor. <laughs> you know this. This is this is the question: is uh, when are we? When are we just breaking down and getting on the OnlyFans train? When's our new job? Just getting fans. I don't. Oh. Uh, I'm gonna be real. I don't want to do any more independent grunt, contractor taxes. It's already hard enough <laughs> on my, my main business. It's such a pain in the fucking ass. I you don't think you can write off any more stuff? If you start I an OnlyFans, just... I bet you can write off like your bedroom. Oh, that's a really good point. Yeah, rent. I, I wrote off my rent last year for I, podcasting I, from home. I mean, I, I did that too just because I 2020 is everything is I remote. But uh, it's just a pain in the ass. I'd rather it just appears. have a W-2 and just send it off and then get money back than have to like do this thing where I'm like, um, uh, uh, I used a pencil once to write a thing for my job, so here's deducting $2 for this pencil. I swear to God, please let me live. I just I, hate it so I, much. I reached a contributor tier where I get fucked by Scabby the Rat and I want to write off the costume. <laughs> I don't think he's anti-Semitic. That's not part of it. I mean, I do feel like a chump for showing people my ass for free all this time. But, like... Mm. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, honey. I mean, yeah. What's going on the Ballin' Out Super Only fans? Oh, Exclusive we, we, Gokus? We already talked about this as me pretending to like people. Oh, yeah. <laughs> See, that? we shouldn't just let that... That's money on the table. Yeah. We're just going to leave that on the table? It's it's hustle time, baby. 2020. 200,000 dead. Start twerking. <laughs> Alex, what are you going to bring to the OnlyFans? Here's what I'm going to bring, and that's vision. Mm-mm. Nobody in this unit has the vision Mm-mm. I have. No. My sexiest part is my brain. Wow, you're such a so fucking poser. You are a poser and a dum-dum. Here's we- the thing. 
if you need an Alex for the OnlyFans, we can cut this Alex out. I'll put on a wig and then jack off. Yeah, I know you will. What? You posted Dawn on Maine because you're not a coward. Yeah, I'm for not Bernie a coward. For Bernie Sanders. For Bernie. I did it for Bernard. Um, <laughs> the logic is as sound today as it was then. Yeah. <laughs> guess what? He called me. Guess what? He called me. He said, hello, Max. Uh, I saw what you did. Nice. And I thought, uh, for too long, for too long, this uh, penis has been going on. I say, look. It started there, and it keeps going and going and going and going, and too long! That can't be comfortable for any of your lovers, but I do respect how uh, brave and uh, obnoxious it was for all your followers to have to see you dong. Uh, okay, uh, I'm gonna go take care of a fucking economic crisis! Hey, uh, man. Too much blood is going to the head, <laughs> and not enough to my flaccid sack! <laughs> Hey, Max, uh, what is the Pipe Layers Union stance on Scabby the Rat? Union stance. <laughs> you have to fuck Scabby the you Rat. You have to fuck. Listen, if you want to get the, the $22 an hour and the, the paid uh, vacation, you got to you gotta fuck Scabby. That's what you got to do. Honestly. <laughs> your, union got, your union is run by Bernie Sanders. That's very interesting. I was interesting. coming out of the voice. <laughs> I found it. <laughs> Listen, there's there's not a there's not a lot of guys at the top of the left. Okay, Bernie has a mm-hmm. lot of jobs. He wears a lot of hats. One man owns ninety nine percent of the hats. Well, you know, it's cold in Vermont. <laughs> it's true. When I was part of a grocery store union, I fucking got a call one day, and he's Flex. like, "Flex." Uh, yeah, yeah, we were flexing on grocery store owners and making them flexing pay us on money. management. Yeah. Um, he was, you know. I don't want to take the lobsters out of the tank anymore. You do it. Yeah, that's what you did. Is that just a Massachusetts thing where you have a big lobster tank no, in the back? Like do other East, grocery stores have that? It's definitely an East Coast thing because when I was growing up on Long Island, there used to be like yeah. a lot of lobster farming on Long Island, and then a mysterious disease came and wiped them all out. And then everyone's dad, who was a fisherman, moved away and never came back. What's that Billy hmm. Joel song about that called? <laughs> It's called the Down Easter Alexa, basically. Yeah, that's what it's called, Down Easter uh, Alexa. I'm laughing because it was sad and it really happened. Anyway, Max, finish your story. Oh no, Alex shat all over it. Uh, we have lobster tanks in West Virginia too. I think it's a suburbs thing more than a all right an Eastern thing. I respect that. How about in Pittsburgh, where you're from? Eat shit and die, <laughs> Alex. I will fucking find you. Boy. Okay? <laughs> Boys, please, we're here to discuss anime and make fill 20 minutes of time. Beep, beep. Right, we... Someone buy Alex a hat. His hat is bad. My hat is not bad. Can I see How it? How dare you? What is it? <laughs> I can't see the pattern. It says Pura Vida, Carnal. You see? It's cool. There's a big flap, flap rim. Yeah, oh, maybe like, I can't do the very, voice. It's very like... It's... Um, Alex is doing Costa Rican tropes. <laughs> hey, I'm the one Jewish guy in Costa Rica, okay? <laughs> Scarface no, 3, Jew in Costa Rica. No. <laughs> I don't like Scabby the Rat. I don't like Scabby the Rat. As the one Jewish guy in Costa Rica, he's got to go. <laughs> no! Stop! Immediately! No. Us, I had a party! No, 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 no. I found the loophole, Katie. It's okay to do Scarface. It's okay to do Scarface. Al Pacino's a white guy. It's fine. Rosh Hashanah, Katie. Go Pelican. Go Pelican. <laughs> I had something else to talk about. I got very distracted by you being so rude about my hat. Oh, it sucks. How dare you? How much- what is wrong with the hat? It looks bad. What looks bad about it? You don't like the shape? Honey, you don't like if you, the tall hat shape? Honey, if you have to ask. Oh, Max, what a great chaos agent you are. <laughs> I'm hey, so mad. I, I've, okay. I've, had, I've had enough breakdowns to one, show my penis on the internet, and two, shave my head. Fucking try me, okay? <laughs> I'm, I'm deadly at this point. Oh, I remember... <laughs> I remember what I was going to say. It wasn't even a dong pick like to raise money for Bernie. It was the day he dropped out. It was, I was... As if to say, consolation prize. How about this? Hey, your honey seems to have uh, uh, imprinted, you know? Uh, seems like you, you're still a little fixated. And it was, I was telling Joe Biden to suck it, okay? I was telling it Joe bulged Biden. into my mind's eye. Yeah. It has not left since... 
I was, I mean, you know. But you know who else has a fat package? It's left an impression because it was just so... Uh, <laughs> I thought it was a very alpha move. <laughs> was like, it was very alpha. I was alpha. just like, damn, all right, man. Almost needlessly alpha, you could, you could argue. I was like very impressed. I'm like, all right, man. Yeah, well. Pretty cool. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Alex, who has a fat package? The other person with the fat package is Goku. Why don't we discuss him this week? On Dragon Ball Z. Let's go. Oh, I found a workaround for the ads, by the way. Oh, what are you doing? I I just played the music, and then there isn't an ad. We should still have one, because we want as much money from Patreon as possible. I know, but like we've been using the same one too many times, and I'm not going to make one by myself. All right, Alex, Alex, Katie, shut up. Shut up right now. Shut up. Everyone shut up. Clean take. Clean Everyone take. recap Dragon Clean? Ball Z Kai episode no. 33. No, Max I'm is trying, trying to, to help give us, you. He's trying to give us an ad read. I'm giving you new content. Oh, okay. Hello. This is Max Ogle. Before I was uh, ever on Falling Out Super, I had around 200 Twitter followers. You know, I was doing comedy, wasn't doing a whole lot else, you know. But, you know, my friends... Jeremy, Katie, and Alex, you know, they said, hey, come on down, try it out, try the show. And we had a lot of fun laughs and goofs that I'm sure you're very privy to as a fan of the show, you know, uh, one fan to another. I love it, you know, I love the free feed, it's fantastic. But um, one nice thing about the show that they really did, besides, you know, getting me up to around 260 Twitter followers, um, is, uh, you know, they gave me, they gave me a link, to their Patreon feed, which you can get access to at patreon.com slash BOSpod. And, um, it, it, it's a funny thing, you know, um, life and, and just, and just finding things that really make the week go by a, a little bit easier. And that, that extra episode every Thursday, um, you really, you really just can't, you really can't just quantify what it uh, at least what it means to me so if you feel like you have an extra five dollars laying around maybe seven dollars to to enter the the feudal contract that they've they've laid out for their patrons um i'd say it's it's more than worth it folks so again if you head on down to uh patreon.com slash vos pod it's a great way to support the show and it's also a, a great way to make your week twice as good now back to the show Damn, Max. <laughs> I'm earning that guest spot. Yeah. I want to, uh, we're just going to go over the copy you wrote here. Uh, so the target audience was um, people who are upset you don't have more Twitter followers. That seems to be a big part of the ad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so just the people who aren't following you. Listen, but I are, gave you free content, Alex. But are pissed that you don't have more. You know, fine. Put the Morpheus one in again, then. People aren't tired of that one. People aren't tired of hearing you talk about batteries, Alex. I don't have it. It's at Jeremy's house. The he title, keeps it in the computer. The title of the episode is Full Power Goku, Captain Ginyu's Desperate Attack. Oh, wow. Goku is here, you guys, and he's getting uh, so strong. I don't know if you remember last week, he was doing his power kegels, and everyone was using their scouters in awe of his power kegels. It going up and up. These numbers keep growing. Oh, my God. He's so powerful. Ginyu and Jace, they cannot believe it. It it went up so high. We're putting a... Scabby the rat across from Goku to because he's crossing the power picket line. How so? It's too high. It, he has too much power. He has I think, too uh, much power. Okay. Okay. He has an amount of power that subverts the workers' movement. Okay, there we go. Ginyu gasps, oh my god, did he do it? Did he become a super saiyan? And Vegeta, uh, Goku goes, Vegeta kept bringing that up. What the fuck is that? And uh, <laughs> we haven't defined it yet. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> ah! We actually are still figuring that out in the writer's room. So uh, that is a legend. 
This is this is one of those classic Dragon Ball scenes. This is what you come back for, which is people being aghast at how strong another dude is for minutes on end. There's a good, like, four minutes of them just standing agape at Goku being so fucking strong, bro. Impossible! The rat has no effect! <laughs> he keeps getting higher! 99% of the power going to 1% of the Goku's! <laughs> Goku's attitude is so weird, this, this arc. It's weird. He's, he's like, cocky. Yeah, he's like, I hate to say it, but you, like, literally don't stand a chance, so why don't you leave and I won't kill you? And Ginyu's like, you're literally just gonna let us leave? And he's like, yeah. And Ginyu... <laughs> It's like, that makes no fucking sense. Doesn't make any sense. Yeah. You shouldn't I mean, do that. We were going to kill your son a second ago. <laughs> Goku's literally like, oh my god, everyone at this party is embarrassed for you. <laughs> everyone, you should just go, honestly. You, you should, should just go. It's time to leave. Just He has this one line. L. He has this one line he drops on Ginyu that's like, you gave me a minute to power up, so you might be a good guy or something. And it's like, you're basing this on nothing. He says something a lot. No, it's like, uh, you like a good, clean, like, fair fight, so I can tell you're a good guy. And I'm like, what about this That's- is fair or clean? or like? Who, who, who gave you these morals, Goku? Where have you been hanging out? Uh, and then that's when uh, Ginyu's like... Wait, you're not a Super Saiyan. You're too fucking docile. A Super Saiyan would be going fucking berserker mode now. So yeah. I think you're a bitch. Meanwhile, Super Saiyans are like a cat in a bag. <laughs> mm-hmm. Famously, mm-hmm. an unstoppable cat in a bag. <laughs> All I can think of is the Alice in Chains song, Man in the Box, but. I'm the cat in the bag. Thank you. Meowing in my sack. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, When I was younger, I used to like find out about new bands and like upcoming artists and like the newest hot shit before anyone else. And now I'm in my 30s. I just want to listen to the same seven Alice in Chains songs. I've listened listened to Adidas by Korn three times today. Yeah, it's a great song. Wow. Anyway, uh more of a Nike man myself. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, Nail has come back. You remember Nail? He's uh not Piccolo, but he looks just right. like him. Color uh, swap Piccolo. Nail has come back to Grand Elder and he's like, "Why have you returned? Our little bitch-ass allies need you." And he's like, "I have a sacred duty, Grand Elder. It's protect you, and if you die, there's no more balls." What a waste of plot that would be. And he's like, well, okay. (laughs) I got a life alert from this building. (laughs) Meanwhile. I thought you had fallen and couldn't get up. Krillin and Gohan go to find Bulma, but she has gone. Krillin complains a lot. So like a woman to ghosts. Gohan sees uh, jet bike tracks because Gohan mm-hmm. has learned trekking, tracking from his time being a little boy in the woods. Gohan's five years old. <laughs> we better find her fast because without the radar, we're fucked. Oh, boy. This is one of these episodes, folks, where it's just like we just need to set up these plot points, everybody. Uh, right. Meanwhile. Hey, maybe this is an episode. Maybe uh, women can't be trusted. <laughs> Maybe that's in our in our children's show. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, Frieza <laughs> approaches the Grand Elder's house. And so Grand Elder, in a um, desperation, he calls over little Dende. He is also a baby. I would like to remind everybody he is also Wah. a child whose family Wah. was murdered in front of him. He calls over Dende, puts his hand on him, and awakens his power, and he commands him to venture out and go help the pathetic Earthlings. This isn't fair to Dende, but I always read him as having strong RA energy. Like uh, like as in a college RA? Yeah, he just seems very severe for like a four-year-old. I don't think that. I think he's cute. Yeah. Well, he's supposed to be cute, but it's like, pff, you don't fucking party. 
Yeah, he's a you baby. Can't hang <laughs> he's out a with baby. us. He doesn't party. What are you even also, doing, man? It's Sunday, it's man. It's selfless of him to go help the Earthlings after. I don't know if you remember when his family got murdered. They take him in and they just say a bunch of racist stuff. To yeah, him. didn't they just scream slurs at him, basically? Well, they were racist, <laughs> but they didn't kill his family, and so he has to vote Democrat with them <laughs> to save his own life. <laughs> Um, you know, and while Dende's zipping out there, he passes Frieza on the way there. This is bad. Uh, he's here. Frieza's here, everybody. He, Frieza, at this point, still in the chair. Yeah, just for the record, he's in not the out chair. of the chair yet. He climbs the mountain in the chair, and uh, Nail comes out of the house like, hello, who goes there? Who rings for Nail? And then Frieza steps out of his little chair, and he's like, uh... I'm here. Can you like tell me how to unlock these drag? Okay, big Frieza episode because he Huge. is super cunty. This whole episode. He has great lines in yeah. this. Mm-hmm. Um, he asks how to unlock the Dragon Balls, and you know, Nail's like, "You're unworthy." So I'm just like, "Ugh." You know, Nail loves poetry. You know what I right. mean? He sucks. He's like Piccolo if. You know, Piccolo didn't have the evil part of him that makes him endearing. Yeah. Uh, so Frieza clearly doesn't like this response, so he goes, Careful, Numekian, you're quite uh, disposable to me. I hear there's another one in that house. And then Nail immediately spills the beans, like, with no thought of just, like, you can't kill him because then all the balls will disappear. And also, he gave birth to my whole world, so don't talk to him. He's so fucking cocky about it. Dude, he's so fucking full of himself. He has to get taken down a peg. We haven't seen him in action yet, though. Yeah. I'm excited for that. Frieza uh, does a little finger blast and opens up the side of the house. (laughs) Grand Elder's just kind of chilling in his fucking rascal scooter. And uh, he's like, It's ah! with his eyeballs, which I thought was very cool. Yeah, and he goes, Oh, he seems to be telling a grain of truth. This one is different. And then he turns to him and goes, That hey, was the best. He goes, Hey, fats. <laughs> he he's like, No, no. He says fats, like yeah. Joe Biden. He does the Joe Biden, hey, hey fats, listen, where's the dragon ball? Listen, fats, you think I'm going to take a test to see if my brain works? Are you a, are you a junkie? What if I said, hey, you have to take a, a cocaine test? You do cocaine before you go on the TV? Hmm, fats? I love children gopping on my lap. I got lo- I got. I- I have long leg hairs. Turns blonde in the sun. (laughs) (laughs) The Grand Elder says some shit like, Unlike the passive Numekians you have met, Nail was specifically bred from warriors. I'm like, ooh, weird Namekian eugenics, okay. (laughs) And he's going to fuck up your shit. He's your prize horse. And he's like, buy us time, Nail. He's like, okie dokie. Frieza's like, I'm going to fuck you up no matter what. This uh, is great, this uh, back and forth they have. Frieza has decided he's going to kill everybody, but can't kill the elder Namekian. So Nail, in order to buy time, yeah. gets Frieza to agree to fight at a location of his choosing and then just flies for a while. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's seeing how long he can lead him away, which honestly is the only smart thing I've seen anyone do on this show. Yeah. The best move in Dragon Ball history, I yeah. think. No one has had a good move before this. Because you he's can't like, win against Frieza, but you can waste his time. It's just like flying around like, oh, that's a mountain. That is a plateau. That's another plateau. River. Uh, round tree. Perfectly round trees over there. What about there? I don't, I don't fight in valleys. They're weird. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, Goku and Ginyu are hanging out still. Ginyu is having quite the chuckle, you guys. He's laughing his pants off. And Goku's like, uh-huh. what's so funny? And he's like, I find humor in darkness. I'm twisted like that. You probably wouldn't understand. A girl <laughs> like you who does comedy professionally, you don't understand my dark, twisted soul. And it's like, right. You laugh because I'm different, but I laugh because you're all the same. <laughs> More or less. And then he throws his scouter to Jace. And he's like, I don't need this when I'm fighting the Goku over here. Right. 
Well, because it's just deceptive the way he uses his power. And then Jace is like, this is going to be good. Meanwhile, Nail continues to <laughs> lead Frieza around, who finally snaps. It's like, this is fine. We're going to fight here, okay? We're fighting here now. Is this good? Nail throws off his heavy coat and <laughs> Frieza's like, what's with Numekians and wanting to die? Yeah, another classic Frieza line. Frieza drinking a full bitch latte today. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and it is coming out. I had a question for the room, though. Did you think it was a heavy coat? I thought it was just a normal bomber jacket. Yeah, it didn't seem like Piccolo like weighted shit. Didn't seem like he was doing the same thing. It was yeah. for style. Yeah. It was blue, so... It, it was blue. It only covered fabric. his shoulders. Nail was like, I just got this at Kiff. I don't want to fuck it up. <laughs> <laughs> Nail gets very buff by squeezing himself, I guess. He becomes yeah. a buff And he man. screams. And he screams, and Frieza's like, huh, your power seems to go up by 42,000. I guess you are different. Too bad I couldn't recruit you to my startup, but I'm going to have to kill you. <laughs> mm, that bitch. Frieza then makes the point, my power level mm. is 530,000, so do the math on that, bitch. Yeah, it's pretty savage. He he gives everybody just like a point-by-point point rundown on why it's all about Frieza and not about Nail. Yeah. He's like, I'll fight you with one arm, I guess, because you suck. <laughs> Yeah, he politifact checks Nail. Um, Nail tries to attack him, and of course, uh, Frieza catches him and reads him some poetry before ripping off his arm, and he so pompously waves it in front of him, and he's like, you can have it back. I'm so powerful. Bet you didn't see that coming. And I'm like, Frieza, you fucking idiot. The gall. Don't you know these guys are filled with goo? They're filled with goo. And what comes out of goo? More arms, you guys. More arms. Hey, uh, we all bar. said it at the same time. <laughs> do you think? Do you think if you if you had a sunburn and you ripped off like Piccolo or Nail's arm, you could use the goo and it would like help your sunburn? It do you does think look like aloe? like aloe. Yeah, I. You yeah. know what? I bet it does. Look, <laughs> <laughs> it does have like a cooling yeah. look to it. <laughs> The way he rips it off, too, is by grabbing it and then squeezing in the middle with his nasty fingers, and it's probably one of the grossest things I've seen in Dragon Ball. Uh, yeah, you know, they do imply that they eat through photosynthesis, so definitely an aloe plant. Anyway, so uh, he's like, mm. oh, cool, <laughs> uh, regeneration. How marvelously frivolous. I'm still going to kill the shit out of you. I've only shown you a fraction of my power, and yet you keep spitting. Uh, now we go to our old pal, Bulma. She's uh, scooting on a scooter while a dinosaur bird chases her. Oh, fuck. Gotta get away from this dinosaur bird. Oh, there's a cave. Oh, no, there's another dinosaur. Oh, no, I've fallen off my bike onto the dinosaur bird. Oh, no, I've fallen off the dinosaur bird. And now I will die by being eaten by the other dinosaur. I'm gonna be lunch. Goodbye, cruel world. Oh, no, the dinosaur's dead, and so is the dinosaur bird. There's a rapist here. Oh, no, it's just Krillin. Yikes. Yeah. Also, she's fooled because all she sees is like a hazy outline of Krillin, which is like, that's clearly fucking Krillin. Yeah. Oh, wait. I had a lot of thoughts on this. (laughs) The dinosaurs showing up on Namek are the same dinosaurs they have on Earth. How come they have the same dinosaurs? Because, Alex, I don't know if you've fucking paid attention to the lore of this show. But we figure out this whole fucking universe has one creator god. One! It doesn't matter if it has a creator god, it's a different planet! None of the other planets have the same stuff on it! Get owned. Get owned. Dunked on. What do you mean, get owned? Everything's blue there. There should at least be like a different colored dinosaur. No way. (laughs) Unless they flew the dinosaur over in a separate subplot they had to cut from Kai. (laughs) Katie, you hearing this guy? Yeah. You hearing this guy? Sorry, Alex, have you not been watching the same 300 episodes of the fucking show I watched with you? It doesn't make sense. (laughs) Hey, uh, for the listener at home, I just want to let y'all know, Alex took off his hat. 
my hat fell off because I was enthralled during your commercial and oh. laid my head all the way back. Like, yeah. oh my god! And then Whatever. it fell on the ground. Whatever, dude. Whatever, dude. Get dunked on. <laughs> How does it feel Everyone to be so dunked on? <laughs> Everyone stop. Put the ball down. What are put, those? Put it down. <laughs> um, speaking Don't of comment the, on my shoes. Speaking of dunking, uh, Gohan's like, all right, Bulma, we need the radar so we can get her wish. And she's like, what the fuck have you been doing this whole time? I'm Bulma. Blah, blah, blah. And they're like, all right, we're leaving now. Bye. By the way, Goku's here. And this whole arc is like not a good look for Bulma. Yeah, she ever. looks like no. shit. All of the Namekian saga. It starts yeah. with her hanging Being out with racist. Mr. Popo for an extended period of time. Uh, and then it continues on to her trying to abandon children in space. Yeah. And now she's like fucking up the plan to stop Frieza from becoming immortal. She's and also- then right after, we haven't discussed this yet. Oh. She just starts wondering why she never hooked up with Goku. And yeah. it's like, Goku's like this hot is- now? The most insane thing I've seen in this show. Bulma is like, oh, Goku's here. She looks up at the clouds and sees an image of baby Goku in the clouds. And then overlaid Mm -hmm. with baby Goku is adult Goku. And she says, maybe I missed the boat. What the fuck is You had so many options on the boat. First of all. It's called grooming, Bulma. (laughs) Yeah. Get on it. Yeah, because when they meet, she's like a teenager, and he's a baby. Not to mention how easy it would be at any age to trick Goku into having sex with you. Yeah, and also- Goku, I have a new kind of fighting I'm trying, where you fuck me. Also, you tried to kill his son like three times now through neglect. Yeah. Right. Well, maybe that's so that he'll make a new son with her. Also, does this mean well, that she ends up only hooking up with Vegeta as like a because she just becomes like a Saiyan fetishist? Yeah. Well, I mean, that's it's classic scene politics. You know, if you can't get the lead singer, you fuck the drummer. You know. Oh, that's a great example. Wow. Um, Vegeta is a drummer too. Oh yeah, because he's a total psycho. Yeah. <laughs> Without me, the band has nothing. You guys couldn't play on time by yourselves. I'm very into the idea of Boma making Vegeta have sex with a paper bag on his head. Um, <laughs> so she can pretend he's Goku. That oh, was my, my favorite part. And I don't know if they added this in because it's an updated version. But it was very Brooklyn where she's like, I know Yamcha is sort of my boyfriend still. But Goku sure is handsome now. I was like, yeah, get your shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It Bulma is very only Brooklyn fans. where it's like, I mean, I have a boyfriend, but, but I like, can have more boyfriends. Yeah, but only like only on I the weekends. To, yeah. I need to get all seven boyfriends together to make a wish. Is that what I'm trying to do right now? Damn, that's. Are you collecting crazy. Dragon Balls right now? I'm collecting something. Yeah. <laughs> And all of our boyfriends to meet at the Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah, and all of all of uh, all the dating apps are just a dragon radar. There you go. There I you mean, go. Is a this radar something you that like? finds a pile of shit mostly, but yeah. Uh, meanwhile, Goku has punched through Ginyu, and he's like spitting everywhere. And he's being gross, and he looks at Goku, and he goes, "I've taken quite a liking to your body." Wait, wait, wait. No, Goku doesn't punch through Ginyu. Ginyu just impales himself. Right. I'm sorry. I turned He away. takes his own hand because <laughs> Goku's like, all right, he's laughing about something. What's his move? And then he's then Temple of Dooms himself and like almost rips his own heart out. And it's just like, oh, oh, it hurts. Yeah. Ginyu, Ginyu <laughs> tosses uh, Goku some lotion. He says, put that on. Put the lotion on your skin. And then he's like, don't you know I'm crazy? Don't you know I'm loco? And then he, he stabs himself. And Would then... you fuck me? I'd fuck me. I think it's more of like a Hellraiser thing where he's like, this is the only way I can get off anymore. <laughs> it's <super> pain. <laughs> and, the uh, transformative processes are, processes are complete. Basically, what a waste of Super Saiyan suffering. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, 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 you know... Jace is like, oh shit, he's gonna do it. Captain Ginyu back on his bullshit. That's my boy. And Goku's like, what? And before he knows anything, Ginyu screams and a beam shoots out his mouth and goes into Goku's mouth. Beam to beam, ass to ass. They're turning rainbow. There's like 
Lucky Charms flying between the beams. There, it's like Drag Me to Hell, this shot. It's yeah, all about oral phobia. Yeah, the, the, Im- the animation gets really good for two seconds, and there's squash and stretch, and it's fucking psychedelic weirdness. And then the announcer's like, fuck! Uh, I guess... Oh, fuck! Oh, fuck. <laughs> We're all doing shrooms next time on Dragon Ball Z Kai! And the episode Are you ends. recording me? Stop recording me! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, I don't know. There were parts of this one I really liked, and then parts that were lacking somewhat. Yeah. But let's get everyone's thoughts here together at the rate and review section. Hey! Before we do an email. Great hosting, Alex. A thing that you do every week. Thanks. I've had a lot of practice since we started the show. <laughs> Up first, why don't we ask Katie? Out of seven Dragon Balls, Katie, how, how much do you give episode 33 of Dragon Ball Z Kai? I really liked all Frieza's sassiness, but this is definitely one of those episodes where they're just like trying to get all the plot points in to set something up, which always kind of annoys me, especially in Kai, because they have every opportunity to smooth stuff out when they're re-editing, and somehow they make it worse. So I'm going to give it... Yeah. Like, four out of seven. It was fine. It's just like, you know, who cares? I understand. Max Ogle, thank you for returning as a co-host. What, 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 how many balls? Uh, thanks for having me. It was a true joy, pleasure. Um, I'm going to say a little bit higher than Katie. Uh, you know, it was fun, fun episode, fun to see Frieza do his thing. But, yeah, a little too much jibber-jabber. A little too much slay, not enough uh, play. You know what I mean? Uh, fight mm. more. Too much slay, not enough play. Mm. You know, uh, five out of seven. Too much slay, not enough play. Um, here are some high points. Uh, beams coming out of Frieza's eyes. Those were good. Those and were the good. mouth, Nail, mouth beam was good, too. Mouth beam. Very solid. We've been waiting for it. Also, impaling yourself with your own fist. Pretty cool. Underrated mm-hmm. moment in Dragon Ball history. Um... Nail leading Frieza on a goose chase just to waste his goddamn time. That was pretty entertaining. Um, the Bulma stuff fucking sucked, and any moment that Krillin and Gohan were on the screen this episode was a waste of my time. I'm going to give it also four out of seven. Frieza is a star. He should have his own show. Yeah, I'm agreed. saying it now. <laughs> End of 2020, Frieza's getting his own show. I'm calling my shot. <laughs> well... Those were some Looks balls. Like, uh, Time for some no- emails. <laughs> That's it. I couldn't have said it better myself. Yeah. Let's go to the emails. Real Anders Lee style transition. <laughs> Speaking of emails, we have emails. <laughs> it's time for Dragon Give me some of that Dragon Hey guys. Okay. This helps me out in my job at the Hell Factory. I was wondering what's your social security number? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. All right. This is a good question. It's Dragon Ball related from Ian Baker. Hello, Ian. Titled Hello, Ian. You're baking up some great questions, Ian. Thanks for writing in. Mm, Uh, Smells great. Email titled Giving Kai Room to Breathe. Hey, ballers. Hi. I've noticed as I'm listening week to week, you're sometimes lamenting what ends up not being in Dragon Ball Z Kai as a compromise with its faster pace and more focused story. If you could each pick one part of Dragon Ball Z Kai to restore to its original length, weird tangents and all, what would it be? Like an arc or just like a specific thing that was cut out? It just says one part. I mean, I want the driving lesson back, man. Driving lesson filler. Is driving lesson filler, did that happen yet? Or is it between I thought um, it happened before they went to to Namek. I I guess you're right. Yeah, it might be pre-cell. Oh. Yeah, because Goku would be dead or Piccolo would be dead, you know? Yeah, you're right. Okay. Um, I kind of wish Raditz was longer, actually. Yeah, that seemed as an origin, like it was pretty fast-forwarded through. Yeah. I'm going to say, and this is a controversial pick... That entire part where Gohan is just lost in the woods with dinosaurs for like six hours, bring it all back. <laughs> I want to really feel the journey with Gohan. I could get down with that, actually. I don't think that's that contra- I I have a weird affection for all the filler shit, I think, because I haven't watched it in so long. So like anything you say, I'm going to be like, yeah. Right, but conversely, I hated the Snake Road stuff. So yeah, don't miss I'm that. I'm glad that shit's fucking out of here. That's true. Um, that's I'm going to... 
I'm gonna try to channel Jeremy for this one. Uh, train episode. <laughs> it's not okay. It's not even in the thing. No, there's an episode where Piccolo and Krillin take a train together, and it's like a real. What? Uh, yeah, it's like a real iconic. Like, oh, two guys who don't get along, but they're on a train. Yeah. You know? They had, they did <laughs> they do um the trip you know that British movie where they all it's do the exactly impressions that. yeah mm-hmm. right yeah very out of character for the show yeah Piccolo is Rob <laughs> Brydon in this situation oh okay that makes sense yeah. <laughs> yeah. Gohan what's your Michael Caine sound like <laughs> <laughs> you had to blow the bloody doors off <laughs> uh... yeah I uh, I. I think the Gohan stuff would be good. The the um, Snake Road bit just really cements when when the Dragon Ball Z creators have an idea, they do not necessarily think it through all the way. And I yeah. think the hell segment really hammers that in. That's true. Yeah, <laughs> where it's like a huge part of the lore is just like, yeah, you you're a little floaty puff, but there's trees and there's like guys they got horns and uh, t-shirts. I know there's a different guy. He takes tickets. You got to impress him. <laughs> That's what hell is like. There's lakes. I don't know. I don't know. It's complicated. It. Oh, look, another million dollars. <laughs> All right. Thank you for writing in, Ian. Good yeah. email. Thanks, Ian. Well, is it time to plug a plug a choo-choo? I think, Katie, it, as a matter of fact, is everybody do your plugs all at the same time one two three you can find me at twitter on instagram i'm at patak jokes i put all my stuff on there and uh please make sure to check out on the pit if you like i'm usually on it i think i've missed an episode or two but not recently and just support support independent artists oh yeah and check out woodstock 99 yeah, and actually, sure. uh, listen to my podcast, uh, What's Your Favorite Food? Ha! Got it in. You guys can't stop me. Swish! Well, yeah, that's yeah, Listen to Max's podcast. It really illustrates some great foods. Me and Jeremy are on it. All right. Well, that's it for this week. Tune in Join next Join us time next week. For Balling Out Super! Super!